episode 684, the most valuable tool you can use. You might be surprised when you hear what it is. I'm Sean Murphy. I'll see you where? At the next event. Enjoy the show. Leave me a comment. Follow me at SeanGMurphy.com. Right now, we bring you a global thought leader, three times number one best-selling author, 30-plus years of experience. He's a certified trainer in self-talk and life coaching, and the critical one, addiction to approval, teaching how to overcome that internal dialogue that keeps you stuck in fear and doubt, and always saying, I don't know. Let's start the show with your host of the Secret Sauce Podcast from Dallas, Texas, Mr. Sean G. Murphy. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, January 7th. It is episode 684. Episode 684. Today's a conversation about what tools do you use? My name is Sean Murphy. I'm the host of this show for the last 684 episodes. I've had some guest hosts. I've done some amazing interviews with Les Brown and Mark Victor Hansen and Paul Hoffensberger and, and Jeanette Ortega and Mitzi Perdue. Um, numbers say, stats say, 73rd richest person on the planet. So, you know, we get to have some cool folks hang out with us here on the morning show. And today's conversation is about getting you to that next level. And for most people, that's how to generate uh, a $1,000 a month residual. Most families, most, most people would be ecstatic with four or 500. Let's get you there. Let's get you there and beyond. And that's what the conversations are. We went through uh, episode 680 just four episodes ago was the hero's journey. We had a conversation and we talked about where people are on the journey. And the challenge is sometimes we have these big hearts in our profession, MLM, me loving more. And in, a, and in these big hearts, we wind, up, we wind up wanting to do it for them. We want, we want to be the hero in their journey. Sometimes we set it up to try to be the hero in their journey. And the reason that they never take the next step, they usually get hung up at the reluctant hero or the threshold crossing. And the reason is because we're not letting them be their hero. So you can go back and listen to that. Uh, we've talked about invitations, corporate pre- how you add your corporate presentation. Those are the previous episodes. Uh, you can find uh, my blog. If you go to SeanGMurphy.com, you'll see there in the little second box that you'll be able to click on some links there to listen to the podcast and go read some of the blogs, the messages I write. So today the conversation is the most important tool available to explode your business. Now, some of you might be disappointed, some of you might be ecstatic, because you all have it, you all have the most important tool, and that's called your heart. What? You mean it's not Twitter or Instagram? Those are, those are methods, they're not the tool. Because here's the thing, if you go to measure, if you go to, if you go to put your message out there, do you own that message? Do you own the message you put out on, on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or DM or Snapchat or Treble, Tumblr, whatever they are, Telegram? You own the message out of your heart. Those are tools to get it out. Those are tools to get it out. But, but how many of us can, can read a message? How many of us can read uh, a message somebody put out and you know they're, oh, what's the polite word? full of crap uh, when, when their message goes out because it's just not 
you can just see through it. How many of you type a type an S in the chat if you've ever been able to see through somebody's message? Type an S in the chat if you've ever been able to see through somebody's message. Yeah, look at the S's. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> that means maybe they've been able to see through yours, because I know people have been able to see through mine. Because I got, I got real slick for a while. I got real good at sales. Remember, I, I ran seven different businesses, eight different businesses, with over 100 employees at the same time. I, I knew how to move people. But I realized later on, after my first year in this profession, I did $80,000 my first year in this profession. $80,000. Not a bad gig, but wait, there's more. I did $80,000 in debt. I wouldn't recommend doing it that way. I wouldn't recommend following it up that way. I, I was giving away product left and right, and I figured the bigger the better. Well... Even then, when you give away product, it didn't sink in because I was, I was being the hero in their journey. I wasn't, them, I wasn't letting them operate from their heart base. That's what causes people to stick. That's what causes people to stay. That's what causes people to plug in and not go anywhere. How do you create glue? Have heart-centered conversations. Yeah, but Sean, we're in business. I got to drive, I got to push, I got to move, I got to get people in. Awesome. How's that working for you? How's that working for you? You got to decide what's going to make a difference today. Now, where do you go out and say it? How do you go out and say it? Well, first start to, why don't you interview your audience? The best tool you have is to find out who your avatar is. How many of you can describe your avatars? Because there's about three styles of avatars out there. There's the 18 to the 25, 26 year old, 26 to, to 40 to 38, 40 year old, and then 40 year old and over. There might even be one more in there, 40 to, 40 to 55 and, and then 55 and up. They need to hear different things. They need to see different things. They need to be spoken to in different ways. 18 to 26 year olds want to figure out back when we used to go, who's going to pay for my trip to Vegas? Who's going to pay for my next tattoo? And you can do that from your heart. You can understand that from your heart. Do you have a different message? Do you have a different nomenclature that draws different avatars to you? Because if you say, well, I want to help everybody, you're going to be exhausted. You're looking for significance and you're looking for um, security. And it's going to be hard to find that. You're going to have to go find your niche. You're going to have to say no to some people. And when you decide that, and when you decide to say no to some people, no to some messages, you'll be amazed at who can finally hear the yes that you said to them. So here's a quick question. How many of you set your three intentions today? Drop your three in the chat if you set your three intentions. And I'm, I'm serious. If you did it, great. If you didn't, that's okay. You get to do it now. Here it is the sixth. Here it is the sixth. How many of you presented, <coughs> presented your products 
between now and the, I'm sorry, today's the seventh. So in the last six days, maybe to this morning you did it too. In the last six days, how many of you made a presentation about your, your product? Now there's 27 people on the call. There should be 27 answers, 27 yeses. Because if not, then what, what, what business are you in? What business are you in? And it could have been a simple conversation. It could have been, it didn't have to be a sit down at a coffee shop and give them a 25 minute Zoom presentation. Now, you presented. Did you ask them to join you in business? Did those words come out your mouth? Hey, listen, I'd love for you to join me in business. And did you give them a chance to say yes? I'd love for you to be my customer. Did you give them a chance to say no? Did you give them a chance to raise their hand? And now the, the tough question is, is did they, did they all convert? If they all converted, then guess what? What you're doing is scalable. What you're doing is simple. What you're doing is heart-centered. What you're doing makes sense to your audience because I bet, I bet they're not all the same kind of person. You figured out how to tweak it just a little bit. I'd go back and look at the people that you've had a conversation with that said yes to and say, what is it? I'd even go back and survey them. What is it that made you say yes? What is it that made you say, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll dip my toe in the water. Or I'll get a, a month's supply or I'll sign up for you. Because here's the hard part. Here's the hard part. You ready for the hard part? How many of us have followed up with those individuals? That's where you wind up losing your business. It's easy for them to say yes. You know what it's even more difficult for them to do? Is to say yes again when they start to have some benefits, when they start to get questioned, when they start to get asked, what did you do? What's this? What's this package? What's this charge on the charge card? That's where we lose. That's where we all lose our business is when we don't prepare them for point B in the story. We have a point A and a point B in our story. Point A is where we present. Point B is where they get started. They have a point A and a point B. Point A is where they get started and point B is where they have to plug back in, where they have to tune back in. The most powerful tool available to you is follow-up. Why is follow-up the most important tool? Because nobody does it. Very few do it. How many of you have had people type it in the chat? Uh, let's see, what could I do? Um, L. Uh, type an L in the chat if you've had people sign up and then they left. So where was the follow-up? Where was the follow-up? Yeah, but the product was good. It was working. They liked it. They liked it. But remember, who's, who's going to be jealous? Who's going to be jealous about them having their success. Who's going to be jealous? That's who you've got to prepare them for. That's the point B in their life. People get, the people listen, people make decisions, they buy emotionally. But if you don't keep them in that emotional commitment, Jeremy's got one of the toughest things to do is he's, he's got to get people to work on themselves. 
He's got to get people to work on themselves on a daily basis. And people are like, good Lord, I haven't done this in ever. And he's changing them. That's why he's got, he's got to have the results they want. He's got to do the things that they want. And he's got to make it simple. He's got to make it easy. He's got to make it fun. He's got to show them. They've got to see some, some, some results. So you got to lower the bar. You got to find out what the results are. Listen, you've done it for a week. Congratulations. Uh, one of the most powerful tools you have available is recognition. How many of you have, have, of you have thanked your recent customers? How many of you have sent them a note? How many of you have said, man, this is like crazy. I, I get thanked. I get messages. I really like this. Well, I don't want to bother them. If you don't bother them, somebody else will. And whoever else is going to bother them isn't going to bother them to stay on their journey. You've got to bother them to stay on their journey. Most powerful tool you have is edification. How do you tell their story? What was their point A that got them to the point B to make the decision to get started? What is their first result? They said, listen, I slept a little bit better. I don't know. I'm just not hungry. You realize you're on track, right? How many times have, has success snuck in? How many times for us has, how many times has success snuck in for us and we didn't even notice it? We didn't even keep track of it. You got to be like a hawk when people join your business. Maybe, maybe you give them a book. What's the book you give them? What's the, what's the video you have them watch, right? So that when you introduce them later, there's a thing where they feel like they're part of a community. A lot of times what I've seen in my 23 years in this profession is that people are exhausted because there's, they have created all of these little kingdoms, all of these little worlds that never seem to operate in some way, in some form together. <clears throat> there just seems to be these little independent worlds that you've set up called distributorships. We hear the phrase all the time, I want to build a team, I want to build a team. Well, how is your team working? What's the responsibility of your team? I grew up on a farm. A team meant some horses. They pulled together. What's something you can put in place that allows your team to work together? There's four kinds of personalities. There's the hard driver, there's the stats person, the numbers person, there's the caregiver, and then, I forget what the fourth one is. Uh, but when you, have these, when you have these styles, can you let them operate in their world? I know we think, listen, a lot of times we're, we're, we're enrolling artists and artists want to have a result, but boy, they never want to be out in front of the room. So my question is, is that how do you let the artists take their place? What task could you give them inside of your community? Maybe that one little thing, maybe it's them liking posts on people. Um, have you gone in? I know we welcome them individually, <coughs> but in sometimes in Facebook groups, if there's a lot of people that join a, join a community, 
right? As the admin, there's that thing where you can thank all these people that came in. What if you went back and thanked all of the people that joined your business in the last 30 days? You know, seeing your name in lights isn't a bad thing. Recognition. Men and women die for it and babies cry for it. And how many of us know, how many of us have said, oh, I, you don't know, you don't need to do that for me. But you know, underneath, you're like, man, I hope they do that for me. I hope they, I, I hope they recognize me. But we're so used to not being recognized, we don't ask for it. So the, there's a lot of important tools that you have available to you. The most important tool you'll use is the one you'll use next. You can DM all you want, but if they can see through your message. So how do you set that up? How do you, how do you, get, how do you get centered to send out messages of love? Be in a state of love before you send it. Literally, change your state. Because the strategy of just sending out messages, sending out texts, sending out this, and less is more. Less is more. Sometimes I hear some of you when you get ready to ask questions, the question's 10 minutes long. I forget what the question was. Everybody's a little bit busy right now. Get to the point. When you, when you want to have a conversation with somebody, say, hey, listen, I'd love to have a conversation with you. About what? About some things I'm excited about. And I think if you see it, you might be as excited as well. And I'd love to hear what you're working on that's got you excited. People don't have time to build to, to build rapport, because if you're, if you go into rapport building, follow me on this. If you go into rapport building, the second you ask them about joining you in business, they're going to go, oh, so this was all just a, a, a ruse to get me to, to talk to me about business. I'd be clear on the front end. Hey, listen, I've got a business I'm excited about. What are you doing for a side hustle? What are you doing to generate? Is there anything you're doing right now to generate an extra three to five hundred dollars that you need to be telling me about? Because you're going to have to fill the pipeline. You're going to have to fill the pipeline, and if you're going to enroll thirty people, forty people, a hundred people this this year. You're going to have to fill the pipeline. You're going to have to be working through their lists. Some people will just want to be customers. Listen, you, you, you enroll them. I, 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 I don't want anything to do with it. Then you enroll them. This is your year. This is your month. What happens if, if you make all the money that you made in 2020, you make it in 2021, January? What happens if you set up January to do all of the to, ha, to to produce all of the results that you produced in a year? Think your 2021 might be spectacular? How many of you are still on track based upon your activities? You're still on track to hit your $1000 come January 25th. 
If you're not, then ask this question. If you're not, then ask this question. Where, where do you need to put more effort? Where do you need to put more focus? You know that. Listen, you may have organized and, and rearranged your contact list by length of numbers and number of A's and how many names they have. Your contact list may be in perfect order. But have you reached out to them? I promise you there's people praying for you right now. They're on their knees praying for you right now. You just have to get out there. You just you just have to say this is this is my time. Not one of your fears is paying your bills. Not one of your fears is paying your bills. When you step into your fear, that's paying your bills. Everything you want is on the other side of what? Fear. But is it really scary? Um, who said it? Uh, Dr. Tom Burns. Um, where's his book at? It's here somewhere. Dr. Tom Burns said, you know, what I realized is they can't eat me. They may say no, but they can't eat me. How many of you are afraid because you're thinking saber-toothed tiger? They could eat you. They could eat me. They can't eat you. What's the thing you need to get focused on right now? What's the thing you need to change today? What's the... What's the, if you could download a new app, what's the new app you need to put in called what for you today? Called activity, called reaching out, called asking people to take a look at my business. What's the thing you need some help with to do right now? If you want to say it out loud, say it. If you want to type it in the chat, type it. And then let's figure out how we come up with the strategy to get around that. What's the thing that you, you need most right now? Many of us, it's, it's how do we raise our state? You got to get up. You got to move around. Asking. So, Gina, ask, ask the question you can ask. One of the things that's easy, one of the things that's interesting is if we change the ask, we change our feeling about it. All too often, what keeps us from asking? We think we know the answer. Think about it. The only reason we don't ask is because we think we know the answer, so we don't want to ask. You don't know the answer. But how would you like to ask a question that would give you an answer that would serve you both? Here's the question. I'm involved in an, in an online side gig I'd like to take 10 minutes, five minutes, and I'd like to ask your opinion about it. I'd like to get some feedback on it. Not asking you to join, I'm asking to get some feedback on it. Until you do that, until you hear the reality of what people are thinking about your business, because you think they don't want to hear it, they don't want to see it, they don't want to know about it, they don't... they. Well, they don't understand it, so the only thing they can say is no. When I have a conversation with somebody, if I'm going in for a, quote, interview as a consultant, I'll ask the CEO. Usually I'm, I'm sitting with the VP or I'm, I'm not, I'm sitting with C-suite kind of folks. 
Hey, listen, you're going to spend a bunch of money on a, on a, on a consultant. What do you want out of it? Cause the, you know what the definition of a consultant is definition of a consultant is somebody who gets paid a lot of money to give great ideas that you don't have to listen to. What do you want out of a consultant? And I'll tell you whether I can get you there or not. And if I can't, this meeting's over. Why don't you go ask some people who you, you admire, you, you trust, you, you value their feedback, and see how much they're in alignment or out of alignment with what you believe. And you'll start to understand why at a subconscious level you can't go ask anybody. Because at a subconscious level, at an unconscious level, you're not even aware of it. Those negative thoughts are holding you back. It's not you holding you back. Listen, it's not that you don't have desire. It's that your plan sucks. That's for everybody, including me. We all have desire. It's our plan that sucks. We got to do just a handful of things, Jim Rohn said. Handful of things every day. Forget to do those and you've got failure right around the corner. So I would encourage you to go ask people, hey, listen, what's the criteria you look for in a business? What kind of business? Online business, digital business, digital marketing business. What's the results you need to have when you have a conversation, when, when, when you go to put your money into an investment? See, you'll find out a lot of times when you ask those kinds of questions, most people, most people don't have a real answer and you're fighting a ghost. You're trying, you're, you're trying to solve a problem. They don't even, they haven't even agreed that they have. So asking is, is ask them, ask them the final question. Hey, what's your, what's your criteria for business? What's your criteria for a product? What's your criteria for a management team? What's your criteria for a business partner? If you were going to spend 300 bucks, what's your criteria? Because we've all spent $300. What's your criteria to spend $300? What, what's the kind of return you're looking for? See, we, we, we haven't asked business questions. We try to make it all personal and then we make it personal about us and then we, we're the ones that don't feel good and we haven't done anything. You're in business. Somebody had a post up yesterday and I forget who posted it, but it said, if my friend owns a bar, that's where I'm going to get my drinks. If my friend owns a car shop, that's where I'm buying my car. I don't care if the prices are higher. I'm going to go support my friends. Turn it on them from the very beginning. Give, put them in your place. Hey, listen, if you were to start a business today, would you expect me to come buy from you? Would you ask me to come buy from you? So how many of you, I'm looking at what RC said. Yeah, give them some expectations. If, if, if you opened a business today, would you expect me to be your customer? Yep. And if it was, if it was a crappy experience, you'd expect me to tell you about it, wouldn't you? Yep. 
So I've got a business. I want you to be my customer. I just got to make sure you don't have a crappy experience. Can we agree on that? Yep. Cool. When do you want to get started? We just, what happens is, is that when we go to do something for ourselves, the addiction to approval rears its funny little head and causes us to shut down because we've been embarrassed, because we've been ridiculed, because we've been put down, because we've had a bad relationship, because 20 years ago we failed a test and somebody made fun of us in front of the room. We just don't want to experience that again. Well, I'm sorry if you keep holding on to that, you may as well stay exactly where you're at. Don't stop bitching. You are where you are because of who you are. Thank you very much. Congratulations. It's your fault. Good, bad, or indifferent. So here's the question. What are you going to do different? Starting today, right now. Where Where is your level of energy at right now? What, I, I hope you're getting a little fired up. <clears throat> I hope you're looking at this and going, I, I, not only can I do this, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. This is my moment. This is my time. This is, this is the moment that I get to have. I, I get to say this right now. I get to step into my, my greatness right now because I don't know what you're waiting on. This ain't a dress rehearsal. But you have to make that decision. I can't. I'm not here to throw fire and brimstone at you, although sometimes I know I need it. What's going to change for you today? What excuse? Let me ask you this. How many of us have ever had an excuse? Valid or invalid, it doesn't matter. Type an E in the chat if you've ever had an excuse. (laughs) So, if you've had excuses in the past, follow me on this. How many of you might have an excuse pop up today? How many of you might have an excuse pop up today? The most powerful thing you have is knowing that excuses are going to pop up. You want to make this real simple? You want to make this real fun? You want to make this a a, a game that you actually get fired up for and you start looking for excuses for yourself is what's your answer to every excuse? I'm not saying it's a universal answer, but if an excuse pops up, I would pay attention to your, uh, to your focus. I would pay attention to your attention. Pay attention to how many times in the last 30 minutes that we've been on this call, you've been distracted from you taking care of you. You've come up with an excuse. You've heard an excuse in your head. How many of you have heard an excuse in your head since we started the call 30 minutes ago? How many of you have said, I'm not good enough, this is not good enough, I'm not like Sean, or whatever the excuse is, I'm not tall enough, short enough, you've had self-doubt. Thanks, Gigi, for being honest. The rest of you are kind of not telling the truth. You've all been distracted. I'm watching some of you. The thing that's going to keep you from your success is something that Cal Newport calls deep work. 
giving yourself blocks of time to get to work on you, to get things done. How many of you know the task that, that's looming out there for you? How many of you know the task that you want to get done? You know exactly what you need to do, but it's the Brian Tracy. It's a big old frog that you haven't eaten yet. But if you decided to go eat it, it would take you 20 minutes to get it done. It would take you 60 minutes to get it done. It would take you 90 minutes to get it done, but it'd be done. But this frog creeps growing every day, every day, every day, every day, and you, you keep avoiding it. Eat the dang frog. And if you got two of them, find the bigger one. Eat it first. Because when it's all said and done, who's responsible for you? You are. We don't get paid by our excuses. We get paid by our results. It's time to up your results. And I'm, we're not talking to go from where you are to Olympic quality status. We're talking about principle of Kaizen, one-tenth of one percent improvement every day. And it's tough. And the more you get be- the more you get better, the better you get, the stronger the resistance. Right? How much of a plane's fuel is used to get it off the ground? How much of a rocket's fuel is used to get it two inches off the ground? You've got to get momentum. And the challenge is a lot of times we'll have momentum. We'll get momentum. We'll get moving. We'll go, this is amazing. This is great. You won't believe what happened. And then we stop. We come up with some excuse and we stop. And we want to point the finger. Well, if you point the finger out, three fingers are pointing back. So whatever you do, that's karma. Whatever you point out, whatever you're sending out, it's got to come back. Daniela does a gratitude call every day at one. There's some amazing things that have happened in the last month for people who have been on that call. And Daniela's got nothing to do with it other than the fact that she's just going over gratitude every day. You want to follow somebody on their journey? Go go watch where two worlds collide. Go listen to that. You'll hear where two, two worlds collide, where these women are having this conversation, and all of a sudden, you're going to go, they're just like me. Oh, my God, I can't believe they just said that. You're literally watching them go through their ups and downs, their bump, their bruises, their warts. There's a lot of authenticity there. When you show up on social media right now, who are you showing up as? The first thing I would suggest is the most powerful tool you have is consistency. Is consistency. What are you doing on a regular basis? What are you doing for a chance for your audience to find you all the time? I see some of your videos out there. They're amazing videos, but then I don't see them anymore. Probably because I I can't keep up with them all. But I would encourage you, what are you doing consistently? Could you imagine if I changed my time? Could you imagine if I changed the time of this call from 6.30 to 7.30, back to 6.30 to 5.30 to 10 o'clock?
listen, there's days I wish it wasn't at 6.30 in the morning. But you know what? That's the time. That's the commitment. And now, and now it's kind of like, now it's like a dare. I was talking to somebody yesterday and they said, 683 shows. Holy mackerel. What are you going to do when you get to a thousand? In my head, I went, you son of a bee. What do you mean a thousand? I just got to 680. You're, you're talking about like 400 more, 340 more, 320 more shows. That's another year. Holy crap. Holy crap. Are you kidding me? But it was real easy for them to go from 680 to 1,000. See how people dream? Watch this. Watch this. You ready for this? See how people who are on your team have instant faith in you? He's never been on one of my shows. Probably never will be. Follows the hell out of me. But he's never been on one of my shows. And probably never will be. He may have listened to recordings now that they're on podcast. You can go to SeanGMurphy.com and you'll see on the left side there, you'll see the spot the, the Spotify link. So if you want to listen to this show again, you can go back there. Now this will probably all end in February because it's going to become a fee, a fee paid, a monthly fee to be a part of this training. And a ridiculous number, right? Like 50 cents a day, 18 cents a day, crazy numbers. But why? Because I, you guys are going to have to start. We only seem to move when we pay for something. Because look at what free has got us. Look at what no fee has got us. Now, some of you will pay and use that as the excuse. Well, I'm paying for it. It still doesn't work. The point is, is that there's tremendous value to these conversations. And I'm going to up my game. I'm just showing you what it's like. I'm giving you an idea of what it's like. We've done all of the, the kumbaya and hand-holding. Now it's time to get to work. So here's the reality. What do you got to do to get to $1,000 this month? Do you know the plan to $1,000, to $500 in your business? Can you get focused enough an hour a day, 30 minutes a day, to do world-class producing of those simple tasks? The answer is absolutely yes. Every one of us have the ability. I'm throwing myself in that bus, too. Every one of us have the ability to go generate $1,000 this month. Here's the question. $1,000 isn't a whole lot. It's not too sexy for some of you. Now, you haven't made $0.08 cents in your business, but you're waiting on, well, 1000 but I want to get to 10000 Well, aren't you going to have to get to 1000 first? Aren't you going to have to get to 100 first? Why don't you go make 10 100, 100 errors? And then go make 10 200 errors. You want to go get to 1000 Think of how many people can you get to go make $100? $200. How many people are hurting right now? Some of us don't want to embarrass ourselves or we don't want to embarrass other people. <clears throat> I can promise you, after August of last year, where people have been through, 
nobody really cares anymore. They've gone beyond the point of no return. They've really, really, really got to get to work on something. And I promise you, I'm looking at the screen. Every one of you has a, has a business that will do amazing things for people. Own your future. To own your future, you need to own your moment. You need to own your presence. You're worthy. You're worth it, and you deserve it. And it's time for you to realize that. It's time for you to step into what you said, keep your promises that you said you would. So there you go. Sharon, I see your hand is up. What question do you have? I'd like you to help me with the title of my journal writing workshop, which I'm really excited and I'm starting it on Sunday. I just committed to doing it. So um, I, I just wrote in the notes, uh, scribbling for uh, profit. And I can't even remember what I wrote in the notes because I just <laughs> made that up while we were writing. Um, but what this is really going to do is help people to really tap into where their life wants to take them what their inner wisdom is, utilize all the stuff that they get and they write a bazillion notes on and they never look at them again and show them how to use, utilize that. And I've combined three different journal writing methods to just make it really simple and short and sweet. And I'm gonna do it for- um, No, let's, let's keep it real simple, journaling for profits. Okay, so that's what I started with, but it's like it misses so much of what it is. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It can't because if you're if people are organizing their stuff, then that then that's a writing course. Are you are you wanting people to go into a writing course, or are you wanting to teach them how to create income by by organizing their thoughts? Um, I want I want them to I want them to create income utilizing their inner wisdom. Cool. Then, then journaling for profits. Okay. So journaling for profit or scribbling for profit? To me, journaling seems... Scribble. When, I, when you hear the word scribble, the thing I think of is unorganized. And um, there, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's nothing important about scribbling. It's a, okay. it's, it's a waste of time. It's a, it's a thing you do on the phone while you're, while you're sitting on the phone talking to somebody you don't really want to talk to. You scribble. All right. I'm going to call this journaling for profit. I'm going to post the event on Facebook today and I've, you know, putting, putting it out there. So it's going to be an awesome course. <laughs> yeah. I have no doubt. The thing, the question that's going to happen is, is that when you give it that, when you give it that name, be prepared to tell the story back when, when you used to do that and how you took a company to billions of dollars, because that's the thing that's going to have to happen. You're taking people on the journey with you because you're starting right now. Right, right. And, and yeah, and Sunday is gonna really let them know what's gonna happen and some people will come back on Monday and some people won't, and yep. that's fine. Yep, because that, that's one of the hardest things is to take control of yourself. And journaling, journaling is one of the easiest things to do. It's also one of the easiest things not to do. So I would start, I would keep it very simple in the beginning. I would get people to write in the beginning and then, and then have them dissect it afterwards. But to give them the master class in day one, 
which I know you're not going to do, but to give them the master class and go, oh my God, I, I, I don't know that I could ever journal. No, what I was going to do in the, in the day one was to really give them the, um, you know, give them what, what it is what we're doing, what they need to be prepared to, you know, that they're, that we're going to be doing this together, yep. you know, and what it's going to look like, you know, more than anything. Absolutely. So it, 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 it'll be fun. Listen, journaling is what? one of the things, journaling is one of the things that's probably one of the most important, most valuable things that you can do. And it's one of the things that you'll find that all of the people who are wildly successful journal. They keep their notes. They'll meditate for two hours. They'll do all of the things that we say. I can't, I listen, I ain't got time to do that. Well, which is probably a reason why you ain't got what you keep wanting to talk about. You've got, you've got to be able to keep your notes. You've got to be able to go back and read it. Ray Higdon calls your, your notes, your uncashed checks. And most people have no way of even identifying, finding that stuff. And I'm going to show them how Yep, they can do that. Outstanding. Okay. All right. Cool. Thank you. you I, I like, I appreciate that. Thank you. You bet. I know Thank I can you. overcomplicate it and I didn't, I could see myself going down that track. Didn't want to do that. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's too important. A, it's too important a topic to lessen the title. Okay. All right. You're all invited. <laughs> Thank Outstanding. you. And there's Nano again. He said he'd be here. He's here. Good to see you, brother. Good to have you here. Um, Nano, what's, what, uh, What'd you take away from, from today? What, what are you working on in January in 2021? What do you got going on? And he might be in the middle of doing something. <laughs> How many of you wonder what people are doing when they're like, they're there, but they're not there. So anyway, so there you go. Um, RBP, give us a wrap. Good morning. Good morning. So... Do you just want to mentor me in front of everybody and, you know, and that's what this is or what? I mean, come on, brother. You know how much I love you. What? What are you talking about? What? 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 I think half of our, no, let me retract that. I think three quarters of our morning phone calls come from late night messages that I sent to Sean. And he's like, oh, that'd be a good topic. Hang on. I love you. Have a good day. And... <laughs> And he, he kind of, I don't know, do y'all hear the bus backing up every time he throws it to me? And first of all, real quick, if Nana was on here, I didn't get to say good morning to you, but that's my other son. And I saw a picture the other day of you and I in Vegas and me getting to hug you and love on you and see you. And I miss you and I'm ready to see you in person, Nana. And I love you to death. So, um, no, just sitting here listening to this, Sean. Can y'all hear me okay? Give me yep. a thumbs up if you Okay, my signal's kind of going in and out for me. I wrote down one of the biggest things that I need to get even better at is recognizing the customer and edifying the customer. And I told y'all yesterday that um, I'm going to do more of that. I think I'm going to up that even more because I know what it feels like, <clears throat> even on this call, for Sean to go, hey, we're going to give it a wrap. We're going to throw it to RBP. And that makes me feel amazing. Even when I don't know exactly what is about to come out of my mouth, it still makes me feel amazing. 
And I need to do that. I need to extend that feeling to every person I come in contact with, especially those people that go, I want to do what you're doing. I just want to do what you're doing. And the only way that they're going to think that they can continue doing what they want to do with me is if I edify them and give them the courage to keep going. Sean used Jeremy as an example earlier. The only way people are going to keep following Jeremy is if he keeps doing what he's doing and he keeps lifting them up and going, oh my gosh, this new person, this is what they did. And he keeps himself in shape and himself in check. And he keeps talking about, oh, and this new person. And I did that yesterday. Again, I had someone send me a message and I threw it out on on social media. I didn't name their name because I don't have to, but I threw it out on social media and it made me feel like a million dollars to be able to lift somebody up. And I can't, I haven't checked in with that person yet today to see how it made them feel or if they even saw it. But the recognition and the edification of lifting others up, I said it the other day, a rising tide raises all ships. I don't have to rise my tide. I don't have to be the only one raising the the tide. If I lift others up, what happens to me? If I pour water into their tide or raise up their tide somehow, what happens to me if I'm circling with them? And sometimes... A lot of times what I see on social media is it's all about look at what I look at the watch I have and look at the house I have and look at the car I have and look at my paycheck and look at how much money I have and look at my business. And everyone's kind of going, that's good. That's yours. Fine. That's not mine. If I flip that, if we all flip that and we start talking about the people that are stepping out into their hero's journey, the people that are, are brave enough to continue into their hero's journey. The people that are going, you know what, I'm moving forward. If we start shining the light on them, even if they're not moving at a rapid pace, what does it do for us? So listening to Sean today, I'm like, you know what, I got to revamp my my post. I got to revamp my spirit into complete and utter servanthood. And the light will get shined back on me. Sean has always said it to me because, you know, I've worked with him now for, I don't know, like 17 years. It's not really been 17. It feels like it, but it's not been. Um, Dear God, if it was 17, I'm only here. Y'all need to just, I don't know what y'all need to do to me. Anyway, Sean always says, if you keep shining the spotlight on people, eventually someone's going to go, who keeps shining the spotlight? Where's it? where's the spotlight coming from? And eventually someone's going to go, yeah, but, but who's that back there shining the spotlight? And that's, that's what he's saying today is the most important tool we have to lead our business is our heart. Our heart shines the spotlight. Our heart, the light that comes out of our heart, shine is that spotlight. And where you shine it, you illuminate others. You illuminate their greatness. Or what you see inside of them that they can't even see yet. Sean saw greatness inside of me that I didn't even see yet. That day in Dallas where Nano met Sean, Sean saw something in Nano that Nano knew was there, but he didn't quite totally see it yet. And that all comes from our heart. When we start our posts with our heart, my posts are very successful when I start them with my heart. My day is very successful when I start them with my heart. And Everything he just gave us 
is all talking from the heart. It's no longer prospecting questions. It's no longer questions about a business. It's all questions, biscuits and gravy, stop it, Rob. It's all about speaking from our heart. So I wrote down today, I don't know if y'all did, but I wrote down some frogs. I wrote down some frogs that I need to eat. And Sean's probably laughing. I don't even know if he's on camera now, but yeah, there he is. Look at y'all sitting back. He's like, yeah, I know what she's doing. I know what she's thinking. I wrote down some frogs that's gotta be eaten. And they're standing right in my way. They're just hopping around, messing me up. And as soon as I go eat those frogs, I guarantee you another gate is gonna be open and another influx of people are coming. Because here's the deal. Would I rather eat a frog and let all those people that need my help that are praying for me find me or me find them? Or would I rather just watch the frogs? If I am gonna let frogs get between me and people, then I don't deserve to have a business any bigger than what I have right now. That's the bottom line. Sucks to say it like that, but that's what I heard Sean say. He didn't say it, but that's what I heard him say when it came through my mind. Is <laughs> fine, Rhonda, if you want to just watch the frogs, go watch the flipping frogs. Or you could go for have a business. So I wrote down that. I wrote down a couple other questions. I wrote down all the questions Sean was asking us. And I, I wrote down and highlighted these two things. Ask the question you can ask. What he said to Gigi. Ask the question you can ask. And the question you'll know the answer to. And I thought, wow. A good lawyer will always tell you they don't put anybody on the stand unless they know what they're going to answer. Why am I not doing that with myself in this business, in my life? And then what I, I like the idea that he had for them, what's the criteria for an online business that you may be looking for? I just thought those two, those two stood out to me. So I don't know if that kind of lines you out or helps you. I'm going to go back today and all the questions Sean asked us, I'm going to answer. I'm going to get my three intentions done and I added a couple of extra intentions today. I'm going to make sure I send out even more thank yous because here's what I've, I've watched for the last seven days, just in this year, writing my intentions, being on Daniela's gratitude call, which I'm going to shoot all over you for a minute. You should be on that call because that call has changed my whole direction. And when my dream, when I sell my dream quickly for a minimal profit, I know how to get it back faster because of the gratitude call and because of the gratitude practices. And I look pretty weird because I got all kinds of gratitude practices sticking in my purse. And when I go somewhere, <laughs> I have note cards and dollar bills and you know, all kinds of rocks and all kinds of crazy things. It's a crazy call, y'all. But writing my intentions, writing out my 10 blessings from that gratitude call, getting on that gratitude call and, and focusing on everything positive that's come into my life sets me up to answer the questions Sean asked during the morning calls. And it changed the trajectory of my year already. I'm on a total different plane and total different trajectory. Still have bumps in the road, but different plane. I'm going to encourage you, set down anything that you were doing last year that got you to where you are now. Throw it out on the table and find the ones that will propel you next year, this year into this next season. 
And if you need some help, find somebody to speak into you. Find somebody to help you sort that out and put it in a line because my year is already totally different and I'm on the path and it's exciting. And I have a lot of gratitude for every one of you on this call because you encourage me. You listen to me. Some of y'all listen to me to wait for me to stop talking so Sean can talk again. And that's okay too. You still listen. Still listen. I'm going to put a little yay. So I'm going to leave you how I always leave you. If you have a heartbeat, you have a purpose. You realize that? Your heart is still beating right now. You have a purpose. You have breath in your lungs. You have God-given breath in your lungs. If it's messy, it's okay. It's just proof of your existence. Oh, Sean, you lost his key. It's proof of your existence. And I, for one, I'm sure glad you're here. And I love you. Sean, thank you for speaking into me. You know, I always take, take these calls personal. <laughs> like it's just me and you. <laughs> thank you for speaking into me. Thank you for lining me out. Thank you for your love. And thank you for a place. I love you. I love everyone. I hope you'll have a fabulous day. Love y'all. Thank you, Rhonda. Appreciate you. <clears throat> Thank you to all of our participants. Thank you for everybody showing up here today. Um, let's just go do it. Let's start today. If, if uh, the first couple of days you were a little slow, a little slack, and uh, you knew you could do more and you started beating yourself up, let's stop. Let's start right now. Take where you are right now. In this moment, you choose joy, you choose misery. You choose joy, start moving forward. Because here's what I know. Today's the only day you got. This moment's the only moment you got. This moment was an inv it was inevitable. And you have a responsibility, your ability to respond. Decide what you want today, then go for it. You're worth it. You're worthy. And uh, I'd love to see you have more of what you want, less of what you don't. So that being said, I'm your head misfit, Sean Murphy. I'll see y'all where? That's the next. Addiction to approval. It's what keeps us from finding our secret sauce. Imagine being so confident that decisions come easy, fast, and with clarity. Visit SeanGMurphy.com to get your resource guide to rid yourself of your addiction to approval. We'll see you next time on the Secret Sauce Podcast. Remember to like and subscribe to the Secret Sauce Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Big hugs from Dallas.